Welcome to episode 96 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This week we're looking at Season 4, Episode 13, Never Again. Original air date was February 2nd, 1997. The action primarily takes place in Pennsylvania as far as the case is concerned, although there are a number of scenes that take place in Graceland. And the IMDb user score has risen from 7.7 to 7.8 out of 10. This episode was written by Glenn Morgan and James Wong. This was actually their last work on the X-Files for a long time. It wasn't until the event series of 2016 that they came back. And they did bring Rodney Rowland over from Space Above and Beyond to play character Ed Jersey. Now, Rowland is also known for his work in The Sixth Day, Pensacola Wings of Gold, and The Avenged. And they stayed involved with Millennium for another year. This episode was also directed by Rob Bowman. The plot synopsis is that a divorced man gets a tattoo while he's drunk, and the tattoo starts speaking to him and encouraging him to do weird things, and dangerous things, so he freaked out at work because it was taunting him, and then the tattoo goads him into attacking his downstairs neighbor in his apartment building. Scully's investigating a different case alone, because Mulder's on a forced vacation, but she ends up meeting this guy and has a bit of a fling with him. And some of that could be because her recent cancer fears have her questioning everything about her life choices in recent years. So she actually ends up getting drunk with the guy and getting a tattoo from the same artist, only to eventually learn that it contains psychotropic drugs and realizes that, you know, Ed has the same tattoo. They've got to get to the hospital and get checked out. When she has that conversation with him, he confesses that the tattoo's been talking to him and he could finally speak to someone and the tattoo actually goads him into attacking Scully. She does manage to defend herself, and Ed realizes it's the tattoo and decides to deal with it by shoving his arm into the furnace to burn it off, because his earlier attempts to burn it with a cigarette didn't work. And when she comes back from that and is released from the hospital, the final medical reports do indicate that there weren't actually enough psychotropic drugs in their systems to cause hallucinations on these scales. Now, the big casting news from this is that Julian Anderson's friend Jodie Foster was the voice of the tattoo. By this point, Jodie Foster had won Oscars for her work in Sounds of the Lambs and the Accused and had been nominated for her work in Nell and Taxi Driver, and Contact was in production for release five years later. So this is where they're really starting to draw the major L.A. stars. And at this point, they also knew that there was going to be a movie following season five that was going to be filmed in Los Angeles in that summer between seasons four and five, which meant, for the first time, they knew where the story had to finish up by the end of the next season. We'll get to that in a little more detail later. But the first X-Files movie was something that was definitely happening and on the horizon at this point. Now, as far as the science is concerned, it's reasonable to assume that a substandard tattoo artist could, knowingly or otherwise, use psychotropic ingredients in the ink, and that enough of this ink could be mind-altering. I do like the fact that they discovered that the amount of ink being used was not enough to produce mind-altering effects from the psychotropic drugs, because these are relatively small tattoos. You'd think if this was a common thing, there would be more problems in the area than just Ed Jersey. But ultimately, this is not a science-based episode, because this is a supernatural tattoo. We know this because the winking eye of the tattoo sometimes opens, and because we know that the drugs weren't enough to cause this, so it had to be coming from somewhere else. Anyway, those are the key elements of Never Again. Join us again in two weeks' time when we go to Memento Mori, which is 
another Scully-focused episode and continuing with her suspicions about her cancer. In the meantime, please feel free to rate this and any of the shows you listen to on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever podcatcher you use. It really does help the shows get noticed. Share links with friends who feel may be interested, and thank you for listening.